Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is November 11th, 2022. I'm not even going to start with how awesome 11 11 is. I'm just going to say... This is season two, episode number 45. You know, I didn't even realize it. Last week's episode was, in total, episode number 75. I got an alert from Buzzsprout, the, the true host of this show, that, um, uh, c- like, congratulations on 75 episodes kind of snuck up on me. I didn't even realize. I'll let the saxophone start here for a little, uh, little celebratory music. Because it was 31 last year, 44 this year. This, episode number 45, coming to you on the aforementioned 11-11-22. As I welcome you formally to today's program. And, uh, well, some some business that's old and some business that's very old. It's this. The thing about doing your podcast every Friday and, like, being a stickler for this. I talked about this last week. It's a podcast. Who cares how long it is or when it drops? Like, it doesn't make any difference. I could do this podcast every day. I could do this podcast every hour if I wanted to. Like, uh, you know, upload one minute of content every hour if I wanted to. Uh, It doesn't matter. I could go five years and not upload any content. It doesn't matter. It's my podcast. But I like the idea that it's always the same. It's always 15 minutes dropping at the stroke of Friday Uh, from when Thursday crosses over into Friday, Eastern Time Zone. That's when 15 minutes of Math Amusings occurs. And I record it on different days. Like, I can tell you right now, I am recording this on Election Day. That would be November 8th. I know that it's going to air on November 11th. Sometimes, like, so today's Tuesday in my world. Sometimes I record it, you know, the Sunday before, the Monday before. Sometimes I record these things like a month in advance. It's rare that I would wait until like Thursday night to to really milk it. Uh, I always try to get it done early. You know, it's in the can. You can relax. As though it makes any difference whatsoever. Who cares? This is my hobby. I shouldn't have to stress about doing it. The reason I like doing the podcast is... It's fun. It's super fun to do a podcast. And you know what else is really fun? Telling people that you have a podcast. That's super fun. That's an instant uh, like conversation starter. You, you know, I have a podcast. Um, or I, it's better if somebody comes to you and says, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, cause, because it doesn't matter whether I have a million listeners or it's a two-bit operation that five people listen to. Who cares? You have a podcast. You have a podcast. It's sitting there on Apple Podcasts the same as all the quote-unquote famous ones. Long-winded way of saying the uh, mechanisms I have set up so that like, you know, I probably record it most average on like, you know, Monday or Tuesday, and then it doesn't air until Friday. Now, sometimes I get bitten by that, and something awesome happens between Tuesday and Friday, and it's like, ah, podcast is old news. I talked about this last week. The same way well, really, every podcast is old news. All news, if if you're looking at it on a piece of paper, uh, like we used to, or even you know on on your phone, like once somebody types it, you know now it's oh it's minutes old. You know it's 
it didn't just happen. You're not watching it live. Like I said last week, and unless it's a tweet, you know about it already. Like you, you already heard this. You're just getting some news commentary right now. So I had some awesome things happen between my recording this. I think it was last Tuesday. It must have been because it was after Game 3 of the World Series was rained out. I said to myself, eh, series isn't going to end before I have time to record a podcast. I might as well just record it now, knowing the results of only the first two games. Little did I know that games three, four, and five of that series would be like the most entertaining and, pardon the expression, epic games of World Series action, like of all time. You had, uh, you had some pretty noteworthy events going on in those three games. So this would have been, okay, if the game was rained out Monday, that was Halloween. So the following day, the game must have happened on Tuesday. Like this must have been Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like if I had only waited until the last minute, I would have seen the five home run barrage that the Phillies put up in game three. That was the first game in Philadelphia Phillies put up five home runs. I believe the final score was seven to nothing. Put up a touchdown on Houston. And they went up in the series. They were up two games to one and had the next two games at home. Like they could have uh, wrapped this thing up in Philly, which is just insane. Um, because, it, as I'll go into more detail in a moment, I mean, Houston was the better team in the series. Proved that over the next three games. Like that five home game, that was the outlier. For that moment, it was lights out for uh, Houston pitching. Uh, a straight-up no-hitter, a uh, combined no-hitter uh, in Game 4. Only the second time in postseason uh, history. Well, okay, third perfect game slash no-hitter. Uh, the first combined no-hitter and... Uh, Outside of Don Larson, Roy Halladay, this is the only postseason no-hitter in the 100-plus years of baseball. So that was something <laughs> to mention. And then at Game 5, which was the hard-fought battle, this was the last game in Philadelphia, back and forth, as, as I recall. Um, all these games were uh, for Houston to go up three to two in the series. That must have been the second game that Verlander started, that he actually got a win. Baseball legend Justin Verlander, uh, one win in the World Series, and it was a big one. And then uh, game six, I would call game six, like, you know, the the slick game that Houston put together that was just typical of the way they played. They played uh, offense, defense, and special teams. Uh, it was... It was great and showed that, like, okay, these guys were really good. Like, they they were the better team. Going into this, there was a huge margin between, you know, Houston and Philadelphia. If they were playing in the same division, I think Houston would would have won the division by, like, 19 games or something. A huge uh, lead over Philadelphia as far as, um, you know, their records during the season. And they proved that with their Game 6 win. Obviously, deserved championship, and it was a beautiful thing to watch. That was a Saturday night where I had 
Notre Dame, talk about a great game. Notre Dame taking it to Clemson that night too. And it was, that was just a fun evening of watching TV. I'm going back and forth uh, between those games. Uh, Alabama, LSU going on at the same time. And it was, yeah, it was a good day for watching TV. And earlier in the day, you had uh, Georgia and Tennessee also. Great time for sports. As I, I wrote in the blog on uh, Monday, and this is like, you know, the silly season now. But we still have some good things coming up. Today's a good day. Uh, the, the day that when I was a kid was a holiday. Now it's not anymore. Like we were going to work today on Veterans Day. They give us now Election Day off, but Veterans Day, you have to go to school. All right. I guess they've kind of traded one for the other on that. Um, every school around me, anyway, is doing some kind of Veterans Day celebration, uh, participatory event honoring local veterans, um, people who, you know, the students, if they have family members in the military or former military members, they're being honored today. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, for me, it's interesting. I think I've probably talked about this before. Um, I have... Uh, in my family, there's two halves of my family, right? My mom's side and my dad's side, like everybody. And uh, two two very different sides here. There's my mom's side of the family in which everyone served in the military and my, my dad's side of the family in which no one served in the military. And uh, of course, I, I've turned into my own dad and it's like I have in everything else. It's like one who has great respect for the United States military, but never actually served, or I should say, have not served yet. I mean, I, I still could, right? I hope I've talked about this before. If I, if I never have, um, and I say this anytime a, a student or a parent or a random stranger asks me like, oh, you know what, if you weren't a teacher, what would you do? And I, or in the kind of thing that I could still pick up as an encore career, if, if I had to work, like, I, obviously, I'd rather just be retired and relax. But if I had to work, um, I, I would channel, like, my inner Bob Hope. Like, if I just say Bob Hope, picture what you think of. Like, yeah, he was a singer, dancer, entertainer. You know, he's in movies and, you know, vaudeville. And, but what do you think of when you think Bob Hope? Entertaining the troops, right? Travel around the country, travel around the world, entertaining our soldiers on various military bases around the world. That's for me. Like if I could do any job, it would be that. Now the thing is, well, of course you got to travel. So it's the kind of thing, you know, Bob Hope was doing it when he was close to a hundred years old still. So maybe, you know, someday my, my son has grown and, you know, my wife and I are empty nesters. Maybe they'd let me bring a plus one on these things. Can Mrs. O'Connell come too as I, uh, yeah, travel the world and, uh, entertain the troops either as you know whether they officially have you in or you're just doing this as a civilian i have gotten to do a few of these military performances as a civilian i do live near washington dc i live near arlington national cemetery in fort myers it's uh i've played at the base a few times um i've done some veterans things before those are always enjoyable gigs um and i would serve in that capacity because i mean I'm a good musician. I would not be a good soldier. Like straight up, I will. I will admit that none of my skill sets are are there. 
Um, <laughs> I think the thing about being in the military is that it's the two things I hate doing most. Like being told what to do and telling other people what to do. Those are the two things I hate most. That's what the military is to me. Anyway, looking at it from the outside, it's like, nah, that's, that's not for me. Um, it's, uh, would be an encore career for me being able to play music like that is where my skills lie. Uh, maybe I do this um, when I'm old. It's, it's ironic because in the last two and a half minutes here, I'll tell you, it was, it was the job I considered when I was 25 years old. I mean, I'd, I'd like put together my tape and like was getting my audition materials ready for the, the, my next gig, like before two things happened to me in the summer of 2008, summer into the fall, um, as I, I was about to set off on the career. I, would, I was single and had no children at the time. I was going to be, you know, a member of the military in one of the military bands. A bunch of my friends had done this and, and were doing it at the time, like join one of the military bands and, uh, you know, use your skills that way, entertaining the troops like Bob Hope. And, uh, well, two things happened to me. One, I met my future and still current wife, and I started teaching at Broome Community College. So, like, my my work life and my family life both started immediately after I started going down the road of taking this, you know, playing the piano for the army job. Which, yeah, maybe it would have been great, or maybe that was the universe telling me, no, 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 here is what we have planned for you, and. Uh, it's worked out. It's worked out just fine. As I often uh, like to quip, uh, despite being given every advantage in the world, uh, my life is working out just fine. And uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't trade any of it, but uh, the other path would have been cool too. And the thing is, I could still be an old man playing the piano in the military. Whereas, you know, I, I don't know if I could be an old man and a... Uh, I couldn't be an old man and a young groom and young father all at the same time. Like that, that wouldn't have worked. But I could be an old man uh, entertaining the troops. Sure. Uh, that, uh, maybe that's my next album anyway. So, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate your uh, going down this road with me today. The uh, story of, well, it always ends up being just a story of my life. And uh, I think it started with baseball. I went to baseball to military, to just, I, you know, every story becomes about me. Eh, that's okay. Um, it's, all, it's all part of the record, part of the annals here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know any more information or to contact, well, you can go to michaelconnelljr.com.